Can you see me? Yes. yes. Hi. Hey. Good. I know it's like such a different connection when you right? can actually see each other. Uh, I'm like, right? oh yeah, he can't see me. <laughs> yes, the the, the, the the vibration, the the connection has been so long. I know right? it's been like almost twenty years. Twenty uh, years. Oh my. Almost goodness. yes. Twenty. <laughs> years. So what have Matter you been fact, up to? Even so more than that, actually. Wait, how old are we? <laughs> That's what I started thinking. Like, wait a minute. This is probably at least maybe close to 25 years. No way. When's yeah. the last time? Well, yeah. I mean, because, you know, we go all the way back to childhood. I know. We go all the way back to childhood. And, and, and re-rolling, by the way. We go all the way back to childhood. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't understand. <laughs> this one is a very very special one to me this is one of my longest childhood i know life and everything that's been kicking in but we go back all the way to what, at least middle school at least middle school yeah at least middle yep. school so this mm-hmm. is this is such an honor oh, and Lord. such a pleasure for us to meet again. I know, it's wonderful. On this journey that we're on. Yes. Not knowing back then <laughs> that we'll be here now, right? I know. So Ugh. it's 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 great to see, that it, you know, how is everything? Like, how's everything going with you? And, and let, me, let me get the proper introduction because I'm, I'm so okay. ready to talk to you right now. <laughs> You yes, know? I know. So, I'm so excited. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, one of the most amazing sp- souls, spirits mm-hmm. you would ever come across. We have to introduce my good, good friend, long time, lifetime friend, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Miss Amy Titus with the Awakening Thank Mama. I love the the introduction you do, like, hey, mama. I like that. I like that. But, like, how have you been? Like, you might as well put that into the journey. Like, how how did we get here? Absolutely. And first, I want to say thank you so much. I'm so glad that we reconnected. And I'm so glad that you invited me to come talk to you because... Um, yeah, like we, you know, we've known each other for so long and you're one of those people that always like pops in my mind here and there. I'm like, I wonder how Alonzo's doing. And so just so glad to reconnect. (laughs) Um, I feel like back when we were in school, we both had, you know, just our own little vibes, you know, like doing our own little things and Mm Mm-hmm. It does not surprise me at all that we're both where we are at this point and doing what we're doing in the in the energy space. So, yes. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, how far do you want me to go back? As far so, as you want. This this episode is me. about you, <laughs> completely about you. I got plenty of episodes where everybody can hear me. I want to get you out here. Okay. It wasn't until I think I came across you on TikTok. And mm. I said, oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> I'm connecting immediately. Where you been? Where you been? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. So yeah. I think, you know, I hate to say like spiritual journey because we're all always on our spiritual journey, right? Like we are spiritual yes. beings and therefore our spiritual yes. journey happens in this incarnation as soon as we're born. But when I was aware of my spiritual journey and really started intentionally putting effort towards it mm-hmm. um, and just connecting mm-hmm. was actually after I suffered a, a really intense tragedy. I don't know if you remember this or not, but when mm-hmm. I was 18, I had, um, why well, I had just turned 19, my daughter. Mm-hmm. And 19 months later, she passed away mm-hmm. and I was already in like a tenuous place at that time, just very stressed. Things weren't really going well with her father and I. And I was just like, why is this happening? And yeah. <laughs> fortunately, a lot of other unfortunate things happened after that. So that wasn't even like my rock bottom. But because of that grief and that extreme loss, you know, like I just spiraled down further and further for like a couple of years. And my aunt reached out to me and was like, you know what? 
if you want to understand why some of these things are happening to you and what's going on, like I would love to talk to you. And she was on a, in a different spiritual place. I grew up from um, in a Christian home and she was just at a different place. Um, and so she introduced me to Nitram Buddhism. And this is when I was just 22. Um, and so I started practicing Nitram Buddhism, which is all about our inner world, all about cause and effect, karma, um, and all of these different things that I had never had any like idea of before, right? So that was like the beginning of my path, this deep, deep tragedy and allowing that tragedy to take me where I needed to go to the depths, you know, of that, that hellish environment internally and then building up from there. Um, and I think that's a lot of people's stories, you know, like a lot of people have to go through such hard things in order to truly find who they are, um, and then connect with that. So, um, and that was a, you know, that, that building, you know, it's not like it was like, I woke up one day and I was like, okay, you know, I'm better, but, um, really starting to doing that meditation, you know, understanding that there's more to life or there's more to who I am than just this physical incarnation. Right. And then connecting with that soul inside of me um, and connecting with my highest self, which I had never really done before. I don't know about you. So what um, you said, you grew up in a Christian home. Yes. Um, my first church that I went to was Baptist and it was like, you know, Holy roller, like mm -hmm. <laughs> and Ted's like, mm -hmm. um, and I remember I was like, literally, I think I was, I had to be like five or six years old. Mm -hmm. You know how they call everybody who wants to like be baptized. And I was like touched by the Holy Spirit to the point where like I was the first child in my family to get baptized, even though my siblings are older, yeah. because I felt that connection. So I knew yeah. what the connection with source felt like. And yes. so then feeling it again years and years and years later yes. was really just fundamental to connecting with that part of me. Now, okay, so... Tell me about your story because I just am so interested oh, when it man. comes to your church story. <laughs> Everybody so, has one. <laughs> yes, right. Like, um, grew up Christian, you know, household, and then you know, I mean, younger we in the choir, you know, doing steps. Yeah, you know what I mean. We getting it in right. Tamarine. Everybody know I play tambourine all of a sudden. Everybody know I play tambourine. Right? Yes. It's like, I've never played this before, but I am playing hey, I this tambourine. <laughs> right? It's like, it must be spirit. So, yes. you know, did that all the way up to pretty much like the high school days. Uh, once I got on my own, it became, it was interesting to me. Um, it became to the point where it's like, I kind of just stopped going to church. Sure. Um, and I just kind of just lived out to the world because my mindset became, it's like, wait a minute, this is a personal, or supposed to be a, you know, a personal connection. I don't need to go here in order to have, you know what I mean? To see my mm -hmm. best friend type thing, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once that happened, uh, 22, it's when I had my oldest, right? I had my oldest. And, you know, going through, you know, that was a real dark time because I felt like, that's when I started to feel like, is this what life is supposed to be? That's when that mm -hmm. question started coming up around when mm -hmm. I had my oldest. If I didn't have my oldest, you know, which I don't regret at all, I wouldn't have even began this journey. I think that's yes. him coming into my life mm -hmm. changed my life, like everything, yes. right? Because yes. you want to be the best for them. You want to set the mm -hmm. bar. You want to be a great role model, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And then, you know, trying to... He was more trying to like build the family and there was so much resistance and toxic type of relationships yeah. and everything like that. It just split. But to me, my thing is like, oh, I don't want to be a part of the statistics. I don't want to do this. You know, I, I want to be, why can't we get this together? Or why can't mm -hmm. we respect each other enough? Why can't we, the common goal, it just didn't work. Um, so which hit me like a like a round two haymaker of tapping more <laughs> closer into myself. The split yes. happened. And then I was like, man, I'm not used to being on my own because around this time, I'm probably 25, 26, somewhere around there. Because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. my, my oldest was like three or four. I have two boys, um, mm -hmm. which better, better, we'll get to the second one here. Yes. So <laughs> that 
And then what ended up happening is when I was on my own, I was like, okay, I'm on my own again. But at the same time, it was very hurtful because I was like, I know my other part is out here. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just me mm-hmm. and not being able to wake up to him, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So to me, nowhere near, which my condolences, everyone's condolences go out to you. I know that's a tough time and I know where you're further down the journey of this. And this is why it's more I, I love this episode. It's more impactful that you're here. Um, and then that got me to the point where trying to uh, find myself. So it, mm-hmm. that question resonated again, like is this is what life is supposed to be. It hit harder and not just mm-hmm. what life's supposed to be, who I'm supposed to be. That's when that mm-hmm. question came in, right? Yes. So yes. then being brought up in the church, the best thing was, well, I'm about to hit church heavy like first it was just going because of the yep. family's going but now mm-hmm. i'm going because now mm-hmm. i'm on the route to finding who i am and yeah. trying to build that way right mm-hmm. so then i'm there and it always it got all the way to the point where i was really in like i even began like began like deacon training and everything like that like i was mm-hmm. going in right yeah so absolutely. then this whole time this is happening, something in me wasn't quite fully, even though I thought I was locked in, it wasn't quite liking, if that makes sense. Sure, it does. And I'm like, it does. is that, but it's not, I'm not, it's different. I don't, I don't know. It's like, am I supposed to be? You know, like other mm-hmm. questionings started happening, right? Yeah. And along mm-hmm. this process is when I found or uh, met my youngest mom. And she, because she's Nigerian, right? She opened me up to the spirituality part of it. Yeah. And that's when those like, type ooh. of experiences starts to happening and other gods yes. and goddesses and spiritual yes. And, and tribes and culture and I started to learn about that when I when I was involved with her and then we went to the we got married then you know we ended up in divorce um, and then we had our youngest within you know wedlock was within wedlock we had our youngest and then um, it happened again. You know, the toxic came and I was like, why do I keep Mm. attracting this toxic type of situations where I'm me? My intent is to have a a beautiful, nurturing family guiding. I'm, you know me, I'm all laughter. I'm humor. I'm I'm good. But Mm -hmm. I realized I was coming across what I believe, you know, because there's always two sides of the story. I believe I was coming across. Uh, two ladies that weren't happy with themselves or trying to find them as well and that was kind of fighting my journey so it was two Mm. frictions going on trying to find ourselves with Mm. each other that Mm -hmm. wasn't Mm -hmm. happening and I was like okay I can't do this again so in order for me to like really tap in which brings me to about three years ago you know to Mm -hmm. really really tap in um, I needed, I, at that time I was, uh, working IT, which I, I have an episode on this as too. It's like episode two. I was, uh, working IT, you know, went to school, did like a real quick accelerated course to get some certifications, got an IT job. And I needed a second job. Cause I was like, I wanted to bring in more money, but I wanted freedom. I didn't want to have to be there all the time. Yeah. And at that time I was watching massage videos and chiropractor videos because I never had a massage at that time. My first actually like yeah. professional not even professional, but massage was when I was training for it in school, which is oh, probably wow. mind blowing for everybody. Like, wait a minute, you went to school and then you're just now getting massage. Yeah, right. That's how it you happened. Didn't really like, know what it was about. I didn't know, but I knew <laughs> I was drawn to it. Yeah. You know, it was a different mm-hmm. pool. So I was like, yeah. let me go in that. And then when I went into the uh, school and I started doing a lot of the uh, training, and, you know, we first started with draping and learning all of that stuff as we go 
through that process, I started doing things that I didn't know I was conscious of doing. Right. It it, it just felt natural to me. And I started doing Reiki and energy work before even knowing what it was even like knowing it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Nothing. You know, I started mm-hmm. doing Reiki holds, right? That that's yeah. like on the table when you give in a Reiki session. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, I remember my instructor came in. She was like, "Oh, you do a Reiki, huh?" And I was like, like "Reiki? Am I? <laughs> no, I, mean, I, don't, I don't. I don't have a rake, and there's no there's no leaves. There's no leaves, and in, we're inside. I don't understand. What's that a dance move? <laughs> right? Like, what is this? No, I, I was thinking of seashells. That's why I was thinking of seashells yeah. playing with the sound. To trying to create like, oh, you know how you had that? Yeah. I was thinking of that and I was trying to yeah. imitate that as far as like playing with the sound, but she was like, no, that's energy work. And I, I was like, that. wow, let me look more into this. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. So then as we go forward with the journey and continue that, what ends up happening? Because I know I just, I felt like I just took over the episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Where we go get back to you and I'm like, you just have at it, right? Because I was like, look, we know your story. We want to hear about her. Right? I want to hear your story. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Which I'm doing it for you, you know what I mean? So after I started learning into it and getting into it, there's a video uh, that I found on YouTube with a very, very similar situation. So bringing all of my, uh, which I'm going to send to you, as another licensed massage therapist that was brought up in Christianity that ended up becoming spiritually and Mm -hmm. is very much like the same. So I started bringing all. Okay. Let's try it. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Hi, you're back. Hey, this is It bees like that sometimes, honestly. Like... (laughs) Usually it's with the phone, but I'm on laptop. Like, you shouldn't be doing this at all. You know, that's why, you know, the constant stream and everything. But it happens. And yeah, it we'll, does. We'll, we'll figure it out. And yeah, it sure does. <laughs> and Mercury Retrograde is still acting up, isn't it? I think so. Yes. It, we might have just gone just direct. about to mention. <laughs> right. Because, put it this way. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. For at least the last week or so. My my energy has been huge. I feel like wherever I go, something is messing up. And I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, oopsie. Something is messing up. I don't receive massages with lights flickering, phones cutting off. I mean, like, wherever I go. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> very. Like, I was like, now my computer's messing Like, it, it's been acting up like crazy. But like you say, we're... we're yeah, we're, we're just in that period. But yeah. before it acts mm-hmm. up again, let's get into your story. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, oh, OK, so, yes. Yeah, so I kind of found my spirituality again. And Nichiren Buddhism is amazing because it works with not only your alignment. Right. But the resonance of your voice. It's like the Nam Myoho Renge Kyo um, um, enchanting. And I had no idea how that resonance could just like shift the energy and like, you know, just change everything. Um, around mm-hmm. like your emotions and your thoughts and all of that and help you disconnect like what you, what you said, your highest self. So long story short, I got into herbalism and it's so interesting mm-hmm. because I left my corporate job um, because it was soul sucking um, and left my corporate job and decided, okay, I'm going to be a bartender. And so I was bartending and doing herbalism simultaneously, which is really interesting, right? Very. And so my goal, my goal was to, you know, just give myself the time and space to really figure out what what made me happy, what my soul was calling me to do. And so I ended mm-hmm. up starting a company, um, which is no longer um, around, but it was called Rooted Scales. And it actually was at the very boom, the very beginning, the inception of like the cannabis industry and like the legalization of that. And so I had a CBD company where I did like the oils and the salves and the teas and all of this stuff. And it, that was my first real journey into seeing the healing that could take place using herbalism, using nature, like just people relinquishing their need for over-the-counter and prescription drugs and using, I mean, it was just such a beautiful thing to witness because people, mainstream people who you would never expect to be into herbal medicine were, they were using this, this medicine and just, it was completely changing their lives. So I did that for three, four, four years. And 
at the end of my journey with that, my husband and I decided we were going to move, right? So that was the end of 2020. Um, and we we're like, it's been a crazy, I mean, I don't need to talk to people about how crazy it was, but it was just so transformational for so many people. If you went inside, you know, there was so much chaos that year, but if you took that opportunity to kind of look inside and like, see what was going on and see what you really needed in order to feel safe, because that was the big thing, right? Nobody felt safe. So how could we cultivate safety? internally. My husband and I were like, let's get out of here. We've always been talking about how we want to move somewhere else. And so we literally decided we were going to move out West and we ended up in Southwest Utah. Um, but that in and of itself was such a spiritual thing because it was like, we said, okay, this is what we want to do source. And we surrendered it. We weren't like, okay, it's going to look like this, this, and this, it has to do this. It has to do this. We were just like, here's our goal. Here's our plan. Here's our dream. And we let the universe take it. And it ended up better than I could ever, either of us could ever have imagined. And so we got here and I was like, okay, I've always wanted to be a coach. I've been coaching people with their health around herbalism for a little bit. And um, so I started working on, um, and even before that, I'm a, I'm a big studier, right? So I love to read. I love to learn new methodologies and modalities. And so I had been studying human design for several, for several years. And then I started mm-hmm. learning um, soul realignment, which is like Akashic Records reading, um, Yes. <laughs> and so That's and the one. <laughs> I'm the yeah, I'm those people that are I'm one of those people where like things just come to me, like you were saying, and I'm like, yes, I love that. And I just like kind of go down the rabbit hole with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so when you were talking about how like things were just coming to you and you're like learning about okay, I'm learning about soul soul origination i'm learning about you know ets i'm learning about like all the anunnaki i'm learning about the palladians like all of these different things and it is is so funny alonzo how like that rabbit hole opens and turns into like a black hole and you're like where am i like what do i believe like oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) like like, (laughs) so i was just Absorbing all this information at the same time, continuing my spiritual growth, continuing healing, right? Um, And healing the wounds and transmuting those, that pain into, okay, how can I help other people? How can I help other people connect and learn what I've learned and like get the strength that I've, not even like the strength that I've gotten, but the strength that I've connected to, right? Because it's always been there. I just need to find a way to connect to it. Um, and so just using those kinds of tools. And so the awakening design was my first thing. And that was like teaching people about human design. And then I was four months after my husband and I moved here, I was, I got pregnant and that journey of the healing that took place after losing my daughter, um, and becoming a mother again and what that meant. And then all of the stressors that come with the pregnancy and then having the having your beautiful child. Um, I was like, okay, I wanna join these two things together because the reason that I started my spiritual journey was because I was a mother who had just experienced extreme loss, right? And so bridging that back to the motherhood of like this new journey and everything that I've learned since then And that really birthed the Awakening Mama and really helping moms who are struggling with stress, overwhelm, confusion, just lack of purpose and lack of connectedness, connect with their highest self, find more clarity and calm, and then really just interact with their their children and their partners from a place of heart-centered connectedness and mindfulness. Um, And so doing that has been so purposeful for me because it's so much fun, like getting to teach a mom how to build her own spiritual practice that works for her in her own time with the things that she's interested in, um, and then building that into her daily life. And then also, you know, I love my spiritual practice because whenever I fall out of center, and that could be for a month, that could be for two months where I'm just like slowly but surely, you kind of just fall out of it. But having a having a step-by-step guide to where I can snatch myself back in and embody my spirituality and like, okay, and then grow from there and like get to 
different levels. I hate to say higher levels, but different levels. Um, and just expand my awareness and my being. It just, it's really, really, really powerful. And to be able to hand that to a mom and say, hey, even if we're not working together a year from now, you have everything you need to continue your journey and to use your intuition and your awareness to keep moving forward. I think that's, it's just, it fills me with so much joy. I just love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, we understand as we awake, Mm -hmm. right? Like the feeling and the fulfillment and the, 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 the connection, like it's, it's like no other. It's like, you can't go back. Right. So you, we want to spread that, um, just like any other practices want to spread, you know, but to really, you know, find who it resonates with, you know? So it's like, it's like, I want everybody to feel this way. Mm-hmm. But I know some may, you know, give you that side eye yeah. meeting <laughs> as people you try where they to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, and meet them where they are and, and, and unraveling slowly. Yeah. Um, but this is part of pretty much like what you're doing is bringing out episodes like this, bringing out, you know, resonating with how moms are, you know, because I just did a past uh, another episode about another um individual who lost their child mm-hmm. and it awakened them. They became yeah. awoke and, you know, and they found joy, it's joy through alchemy. And that, that episode is resonating, is hitting. And now, you know, we're here with you and we're getting your journey. So for all the mamas out there, yes. <laughs> we, yeah. there's, there's hope, there's option, there's a way, there's a path. Yeah. You know, the source and, and the way to be able to connect and we're giving you the gems, you know, I mean, it's up to you whether you want to go that path or not. Of course. It's so interesting no too. And like, whether you know? you're, a, whether you're a mom or a dad, like having a child, you will awaken to a new, you're a new person. Like you oh, yeah. birth a com- yourself as a completely different being. And it's oh, like yeah. your trajectory just like splits, you know? Um and it's just such a beautiful thing. Um, and like, they, you know, these little babies, their souls chose us and we chose them, but they were like picked us, selected yes. us, you know, and they're like, okay, I'm going to incarnate yes. with these people because of what they can teach. But also because of, I believe when the soul comes down, you know, we have these lessons that we want to learn and they're not always easy, mm-hmm. right? So our kids choose us for the tough lessons we can teach them as well. And although we we try to be the best parent we can, we have to understand the value in our imperfections and what our imperfections give to our kids in their life, if that makes sense. That's so powerful. It, it really oh, I is. I love what you, you know? said right there. See, because first of all, I know, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with my sister and I was explaining how we chose that word choice, right? How we chose... Our, our parents and how we chose mm-hmm. our life. We, we chose everything. Everything is a contract. Everything is agreement. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, mm, I don't believe that one, you know? <laughs> and it's kind of like, you know, not trying to put you on glasses, but I'm just saying, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to force like, Hey, this is fact. We can look this right. up right now on Google. But I'm <laughs> saying like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it goes to the ones that accepting what I learned through this journey of coming across, you know, especially getting into my Akashic records and everything mm-hmm. is that everybody is not meant to be Mm-mm. or want to be awoke. Every, Mm-mm. you know, everybody is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. A lot may yeah. want to, stay sleep, you know, mm-hmm. stay in the matrix, yeah. stay where they are. And this, you know, and I had to learn how to be like, well, how, why don't, why don't they want to feel this? And make yeah. them, why don't they want to, it's so beautiful. And you it's know, not so even on their path that. this time, like this incarnation, that's yeah. not for them. Like, and that's, mm-hmm. and that is tough because you just have to learn to, and that's so, it's so funny. Cause I know you'll resonate with this. Like when you start talking yes. to somebody and you get into the kind of things that we're getting into, you kind of like, yes. you like kind of tip your toe in, like, how far are you down the rabbit hole? You know, like, how do you, like, what do you think? And then like, you hear them say something, you're like, okay, here we go. Like, let's let we're vibing. Like we get it. Um, but you'll be talking yeah. to somebody else and it's just like a brick wall. And you're like, okay, I'm not even, not even going to touch it. I'm going to go down there. Cause you don't have, like, you, know, you don't need to. <laughs> At all, you know, because I mean, I, I start this, I start to throw hints to kind of see, yes. you know, like karma, no source, right there, okay, alignment, that's good, <laughs> alignment, yeah, 
It's like uh, it, it, my my opening factor is. Mm-hmm. Do you know my number one opening question <laughs> before I is? Do you know that the letter J wasn't created, founded until fifteen twenty four? I didn't know right? that. You know I, that? Mm, I did not know it's that. It's on Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's on Google, Lonzo, they it must be true. <laughs> it must be true. You know, it wasn't founded until 1524. And did you know that in 1611 is when King James Version Uh-oh, was yes, Lord. created? Yes. Those are my... <laughs> I stopped there just to see how they process. <laughs> See what it is. Like, see what the energy is. Right? Like, yeah. Because it throws. So it's like, wait a minute. Jay, was it? Wait a minute. 1624. <laughs> yeah, just take those two years with everything you know. <laughs> right? And see how you feel. What mm-hmm. do you think? Ooh. And then the base of how to answer that question lets me know if I can go a little further sure. or I'm done. Yeah. Right? You know? Mm-hmm. And then it's yeah. like, okay, I'm done. You're not me. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. No problem. Here, uh, uh, let's go get some coffee. <laughs> Stuff like that. So, so it's, 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 yes, I can resonate a lot with yeah. that. And the more, the further I mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. on my journey, my spiritual journey, the I feel like things that no longer serve us. Right. Yeah. This kind of falls away. Reason for it. Yeah. it falls away. Mm-hmm. So I find myself being in solitude more. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, like if I travel, I just I just go. You know what I mean? It's no and it's nothing, you know, it's nothing wrong with being in solitude to kind of understand me. You need mm-hmm. solitude. You have to be with yourself yeah. in order to understand thyself, you know, mm-hmm. understand source. It's, it's so many distractions that I came across to be like, this mm-hmm. is a very distractive planet right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And to the point where it's like people can't function unless they're with someone. Yeah. Or to end with, a, with that connection with their phone as well. And I think that's why yes. it's so important to, like you said, have solitude, but use that solitude to get super, super intimate with your own energetic offering. Like, who are you? What do you feel like? Go through each, do a body scan. Like, how does your body feel? What is your body telling you? And then like, what, what's your, what's your highest self telling you? And just like learning how to do those things. Cause that's obviously clearly not something that's taught. And then you can, you can know and have a, better understanding of how things affect your energy. Like, is this making me anxious? Is this making me scared? Is this making me angry? And then you don't have to lean into those things just because they're there, right? Like you can find the things that raise your vibration, you know, rather than than lower it. And I'm, you know, we can't, I hate, how do you feel about the term spiritual sandbagging? (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear what you have to say first, and then I'll tell you how I feel. Go ahead. And it, will you explain explain what it is, or do you want me to explain what it is? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Like just hearing that. I, the I'm... the idea of spiritual sandbagging is like that you're sticking your head in the sand and you're not being in reality. You're not, um, and this is around negative things that we're seeing, like on the news or negative things that are happening in our lives. When we choose to turn mm-hmm. away from those things rather than give them mm-hmm. our energy and our focus and our attention, some people would call that spiritual sandbagging because you know you're hiding or looking away or not being in reality around like what's actually happening. So. Mm-hmm. How does that play in your life? And how do you feel about that term spiritual sandbagging? Um, wow, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Well, when I see things that's happening, I mean, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I see the things that's happening mm-hmm. in the world. Um, and turning my head on it is kind of, I, it kind of goes to a depending type of point. Most likely, I'm I'm so much in solitude right now at mm-hmm. this point in my life that I have to be me first, you know, before right. I can like deliver a message or help, even even if it's meant for me to help. Because understanding sure. my mission, what I'm here for is to my mission is to teach 
and heal mm -hmm. with my energy center being divine love, unconditional love, right? Mm -hmm. And my mission is to teach how to be reborn in a living space, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To be reborn in a living space, reinventing yourself. And I've been, re you know, that, that, that awakening, that step where we're that new person is to teach that and to get to the point where you can zone in and own on that moment to be the best you can be yeah. and take that to the next level sure. as much as possible like mm -hmm. to help that around the world so when people come in here stress they leave oh, you know that that mm -hmm. that transformation mm -hmm. but as far as like the spiritual sandbagging it just goes to that that's a tough one because yeah. i do that I do. Yeah. Well, let me tell I you turn, what I, I, I turn yeah. more. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's kind of like I'm only engaged because at the same time, a lot of the stuff that's out here is nonsense. Yeah. And I think a lot that, of the stuff that's happening. Yeah. yeah. It's like this is where I come from with it. I don't I don't believe in this term spiritual sandbagging because of the fact that we, your soul is here, your awareness is here, right? And so when you understand mm -hmm. the fact that your goal is to be at as high a vibration as you possibly can connected with your highest self, you don't, mm -hmm. you understand that it's very important to protect yourself energetically, right? And that's so you know when there's a mission that's for you, no matter how dark it is, no matter how ugly it is, you know when it's there for you to dig into mm -hmm. because it will help you grow, it'll help you understand it, whatever, right? It's your mission right. to help that cause. But, and so you will naturally lean into that, right? But not everything mm -hmm. that's out here is for us and it can just really drive us down. So like I, I was watching a couple right. of things and they were mentioning this about how the desire to you know only feel good is like this bad thing and based on you know my life and my experience for me i know that like that's the ultimate goal because when i feel good it's because i'm in alignment right and so to be mm -hmm. out of alignment not to say that you can't have these negative experiences but it's like you come out of alignment and then you come back in and you come out and then you come back in but for the most part you want to stay in that center and you can tell yes. through your emotions where you are in alignment, yes. right? Um, because yes. source, when you're connected with source, source is love, source is joy, source mm -hmm. is all of those ooey gooey, beautiful feelings. Um, mm -hmm. And so for me, when it's like with spiritual sandbagging, it's telling people that they should feel bad or that they need to take up every single cause as their own. Um, and I liken it to the other day I was talking to a friend, I had reached out with her and she, do you know what Beauty Counter is? It's like a multi-level marketing, mm -hmm. um, like a clean makeup brand, right? And mm -hmm. I was talking to her about some of her products and she's like, oh, you know, by the way, um, if you want to join and start selling this, like you can, and this is a Caucasian lady. And she was like, and you know what, like you really should because um, the chemicals and the toxins that are in makeup that is that is more pigmented for people of color like the toxins are out of control and so much worse and so therefore because this affects you as a black woman like you should take this up as your cause and i didn't take it <laughs> me and who i am i was just like um okay but it's like that right because i'm like that's not that's not where i'm you know like that's not my mission right, right there and just because i'm a right. woman of color doesn't mean that it has to be so it's like take right. that and apply that to the spiritual sandbagging like just because you see something or even you relate to something a little bit doesn't mean that it's your specific cause and your mission does that make sense I like that. I like that. <laughs> so I like you can that turn away protect your energy yeah. so you can be in a good place and move forward on your mission, not everybody else's mission, right? Exactly. And, and that's why I'm more in solitude a lot. I'm, <laughs> way, I'm very protective of me. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, getting into like the, like the awakening, like you yeah. can say this is within a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. this is within the process of this is why probably more a lot of episodes is kind of slowed down a little bit because I'm going through yeah. this. Right. Yeah. So my first, like you said, is to protect myself, mm -hmm. is to learn and connect more to my higher self, yes. is to meditate more, yes. is to eat better. Like I am going through the, 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 the big, big transformation now and I'm going at a warp speed, like yeah. you say like six months. 
Yeah. All of this is like six months, right? So yeah. it's flying and understanding the new turn. So thank you for sharing about the, you know, spiritual sandbag. Because uh, then I'm like, dang, should I? But you're right. Because it's like me on the mission of rebirth, mm-hmm. you know, or teaching how to be reborn in the living space, mm-hmm. right? My thing is I'm used to everything the way it's been working for me mm-hmm. is what's for me will come to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I understand everything that I see or everything that comes isn't for me. Right. But right, right, what right. is for me, I would connect to. You'll like know. You said. You will know. I would definitely know. Mm-hmm. So even with that, I've been helping so much more. I feel like right now we're like, I'm putting together, you know how, like, uh, say you put together a kickball team. Let's go old school. Kickball, <laughs> right? And it's Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can, sir. Okay. See, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm doing multitask right now. I've been timing. So it seems like every 20 minutes he wants to do that, <laughs> which oh, is kind of interesting. interesting. That is really very interesting. interesting. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, so if you see me look to the side, I'm timing on it to try to figure this out. That's all right. I got a new laptop. I'm about to bring that in. We're going to fix that. <laughs> yeah. How about that? But yeah, I feel like that, that huddle, right? Mm-hmm, of everybody, mm-hmm. come on, come on, come on. Because I feel like, we're about to do this big push, right? Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. big push is that we are now, the ones that are awakened, the ones that are going through the journey are now coming together for this big humanity mission. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, to help others, awaken mm-hmm. others, to yeah. do more, like to really give the understanding of what's going on to the yeah. ones that's ready to be. Yes. For the ones right? that are ready to receive, yep. For the mm-hmm. ones ready to receive, we coming for you, right? Yeah, and yeah. so right now, for me, is so many people. I feel like I'm doing this, like, come on, you know, coming across you now, and then you know the joy alchemy, and then you know I got um, um, a couple of herbalists coming in, and they're hearing that you, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's crazy how many connections that I'm getting at this yeah. moment. And it's yeah. a beautiful thing, but like I, I said, do you? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to ask you. Do you know? I'm just listening to you talk. Do you know what your human design is? No, not okay. right now. We'll get that together. But I do we'll know do <laughs> at soul level. Mm-hmm. I know the connections. I know the past lives. I know the kashic records. Gotcha. I know, like my past life uh, was in Egypt. So mm-hmm. anytime anybody see me with my onk and what that means, mm-hmm. that's where that's coming from. Okay. <laughs> I do know, you know, um, spirit guides. Mm-hmm. I know who's in my squad and I got a big squad. Yes. Um, you know, and the crazy thing, one of what's going, that's that's telling them. So <laughs> I ain't giving you all everything. But you know, I do know a more of the soul alignment and everything. But as far because mm-hmm. I was uh Watching your, because you have a YouTube channel as well, the Awakening Mama, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, that plug in there real quick. And um, listening to where you were talking about the human design. So mm-hmm. I was like, tell us more about that. Let's, let's go into detail for ones sure. also that who doesn't, that's not informed about the human design. Go into yeah. That. So human design is a really, I love it because I've never really thought that there's just one singular truth that one of these different modalities was it and that was a hundred percent fact right so Mm -hmm. i think that little pieces from so many things come together to create the truth if we have the understanding if we have the ability to see the fact that there is no one real truth right everybody Mm -hmm. has their own perception and is living in their own way so human design is a uh, amalgam, like a grouping of a lot of different spiritual practices. There is the Hindu chakra system, the Jewish Kabbalah, astrology, the um, I Ching, um, epigenetics, quantum, phys- quantum physics. So it brings all of these things together to create a map, basically, of your energetic offering based on a nine-centered system. So the Hindu chakra system is seven. This one adds two additional energy centers. And it basically is all about how your aura is comprised and how your aura interacts with other people's auras and how I can absorb energy from you. You can absorb 
and amplify energy from me, or I have my own individual energy in different centers. And so how we're all kind of moving as this organism together or with the people that you're Mm -hmm. around and how that creates a different energy, right? Like, you know how when you're with certain people, there's a totally different energy than like when you're with a different group of people. And that's because of how our auras are interacting. And this also shows us how we respond in different situations and different circumstances in our lives. Like if we have a mind or a head that is open and we're pulling information from all the people around us, or if we have a more closed circuited way of thinking and if our energy and our mind is just kind of there spinning rather than like being influenced by the people that we're around, or if we're emotionally open and we're more emotionally influenceable by other people. So for example, I'm open emotionally. And so when I'm around people, I can really feel their energy and like I even absorb it and can even become their energy. Um, And that's indicative of that center being open. It's a very, very deep and complex um, system, but it really just gives us more and more and more information about ourselves and who we are and how we're experiencing this incarnation. And it's more on the physical level, like very 3D, very human experience. Whereas like the Akashic Records, is more 40, 5D and our spiritual body, right? Yes, um, yes. So that's just a little bit about it. I absolutely love it. It's a really good beginning place f- to learn about energy, if that makes sense. Yes, I love that. I love you sharing that with us. <laughs> yes, yes. So like, how do you, that explains what it mm-hmm. is in the process. Of, but how do you, because I would imagine, because I'm, well, let me start this way. Is that part of like the impacts? You know, the ones that um, because when somebody tells me something, for some reason I feel it in my knees, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every mm-hmm. time it's like, you know, I was in a car accident. I'd be like, oh, really? You know, yeah. <laughs> it immediately and- hits me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because so if things like height or uh, I'm not scared of height, but I'm saying like if I see height, I get into this, like, I'm high, you know, not, well, not high, but um, <laughs> at that height. I know you're saying, <laughs> yes. There's a lot of things happening right now. <laughs> I'm at that height, and mm-hmm. then I have, like, this awareness is, like, sure. um, you know, in the sky, or it's just, I, I feel a lot. So hearing, yeah. you know, open emotionally and open mm-hmm. in certain areas and adding the two additional chakras or uh, energy centers. Mm-hmm. Chakras is energy, energy centers. Yeah. You know, you have yep. your purpose and you have more of the ground and you mm-hmm. really, well, they say it's a lot more, like 144 yeah. energy centers or something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's massive. But how would someone go about learning theirs is that yeah. something you can help them with as well yes. along mm-hmm. absolutely cool. so plug. You, yes thank you <laughs> so yeah and what you do in the system is so just like um astrology right it's dependent on your birth date time location and it's based on the citrinos which citrinos are particles energetic particles that are coming off of everything. It's coming up of everything, right? And so the neutrinos that are coming off of the celestial bodies influence what our human design is. So at the exact time and location of your birth, depending on what what's coming off of those bodies, that creates your human design. Um, and then of course, obviously that's dependent on like the month of the, you know, the month of the year and all those different things. Um, yes. but you can easily, I have a free one on my, you can get your free human design chart on my website. You can get it on Google, like whatever. Um, and then you'll get all this information and you're going to be like, well, what the heck does all this even mean? And that's when you contact someone like me and they, we could go <laughs> through it basically. Oh yes. Make sure mm-hmm. you get in contact. Make sure y'all get in contact, okay? Immediately, I'll have the <laughs> website so there. I'll have it in the descriptions. And you help with also, like, do you help with the uh, Akashic Records? And, oh, and, yeah. And mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of Now, when you said, when you said <laughs> um, I'm divine love, is that you, your divine gift? Is that what you're yes, referring that's to? My, yes, that's my energy center, like my core. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. My... Um, mm-hmm. That's every everything comes out of it. Yes, you know. Yes, so like that's, that's my number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your second one? Do you know? I don't know my second one yet. 
Okay. It, not I everybody has two. Yeah, I'm yeah, divine that, love as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I do have a second one, I don't know. But <laughs> that right there, everything yeah. that I'm on right now is stemming out of divine love mm-hmm. with the teaching and the healing and everything. So yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. informed I had two if I have two. But well, so like it's like said, if you think about it. Well, if you think about it as percentage, like we all have divine source that connects to all of these chakras, right? And so we all Mm -hmm. are influenced in that way or like, but the one that we are connected most to, that's like our divine gift. So it sounds like yours is divine love. Um, And so then a lot of times it's like, this would be 80 or 90% of your connection, right? And then everything else is very Mm -hmm. minuscule. But if one was like, you know, 40 and one was 50, then you would have like these two that were on the front forefront. Does that make sense? Because they're like, yeah. Um, But yeah, I can definitely see the divine love in you. Like, absolutely. Uh Just in how you make people feel, you know, you don't really have to do anything in order to inspire that out of people, that feeling of comfort and security and love and just being seen. It's such a beautiful, mm-hmm. a beautiful gift that you have for sure. Oh, thank you. You got that as well. You divine love too. I love humanity, but I got to protect myself from mm-hmm. humanity at the same time. But I love. So it. you can love but, it. Yes. Yeah, it, it's a very interesting cha-cha dance. If, you know, you want to put it there. Sometimes I'm stepping closer. Sometimes I'm backing yes. up. So it it just depends on what's happening at the time. Okay. <laughs> So I do my best to help and give love. And I, when I do give divine love, like that unconditional, overwhelming, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. where I had to learn through the earlier stages before I got to this point that I need to protect because mm-hmm. the wrong ones will take advantage of it. And mm-hmm. you can end up putting in more work, but everything is designed... At, for a purpose anyway. This is just the journey I had to go through. Yeah. So now giving more respect to myself, giving more mm-hmm. protection to myself, being more mm-hmm. protective of myself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I learned to be in solitude and to move how I move, you know, yeah. from everyone, you know, except for my boys, my, my two boys is yes. in that too, of course. <laughs> that will yes. never it will never exclude them. Okay. Let's make that clear. Yeah. But <laughs> Everybody else, you know what I'm saying, yeah. is like you will know if you're close to me, you know if you're far distant from me, because yeah. it's to the point now where there's you either far or you're close. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's like giving that. giving yourself mm-hmm. permission because a lot of the times we're told that we don't have the permission to have those boundaries, right? And a lot of us, mm-hmm. a lot of us, grew up in that way. Like there were no boundaries. Like what are you talking about? Um, and right. so having that those emotional boundaries to say like, Hey, you know, like I'm going to keep you at whatever distance is comfortable for me. And then also Mm -hmm. building that awareness in yourself so that you can almost immediately tell if someone is right for you or not. And then say, you know, I blessed you with love, but I'm not going to go there with you or go down that journey with you. Or, you know, I'm not going to keep you where is best for me. And a lot of times growing up in a more traditional, you know, way, you were told that that's being selfish or that's being whatever or being evasive or being cold. And there's no coldness to it. It's just about knowing what's best for you and trusting yourself and honoring yourself with that information, you know? Yes, yes. Oh man, this is so beautiful. I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, my face hurts because I've been smiling and laughing like so <laughs> much. <I'm> like, <laughs> this is, this is wonderful. Yeah. This is it's definitely wonderful. wonderful. It's definitely wonderful in it both is. ways. I, I, I absolutely love this. This is like one of the most informational episodes we have to date out here. And we definitely going to have to do a part two. Definitely have to do a part oh, yes. Take up two times. Because right now it was 20 minutes. Now it's 10. So I'll take that as a count. Right? It's counting down. It's like, well, you almost out of time, y'all. Almost out right? of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So definitely, it's like, oh my gosh, because I want to see how is it in Utah? How has it been there? Has this been received well for you in Utah? Oh my gosh. It's been so wild because I don't know how you, this is, I'll just talk about how I grew up. I'm the youngest of three. My brother and sister are amazing, like wildly successful, just like so great. And people I always looked up to and same with my parents, like they're really great, but I have always been slightly different on like a slightly different vibe. And so getting just in my beliefs and the way I operate in the world. 
And so getting this space, you know, growing up, you know, living in Indianapolis my entire life, but getting the space to really embody who I really am and just like without anybody else's energetic expectations or anything like that, you know, no, nobody knows me. Nobody knows us out here. Right. So it's just, I get to show up without that. And it's been so healing to my soul. And I've really just been able to step more and more into that. Um, and it's an adventure. It's so beautiful out here, like the mountains and the trails and like just getting out. Like we live in Cedar city, which is like, um, 6,000 feet in elevation. So it's a completely different environment. But then 40 minutes away, you're in like low desert. So it's like, it could be 40 degrees here and it could be 60 degrees or 70 degrees there. And so there's just a lot of diversity in the environment that I've never experienced, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. just, it's fun. The people are nice. They kind of stay to themselves, which again has been good for me. (laughs) Because just Mm -hmm. like you, it's like being in my own energy, understanding, getting a better understanding of who I am, right? Without anybody Mm -hmm. else. Um, and my husband's on a very similar journey as well. So that's been very supportive to us both. Um, but it's great. I mean, we're like two hours, I think from five different national parks. So it's just all about nature out here. It really, really is. And it's so nice. I love it. And this, this area is very powerful energetically. Like there's a lot of vortexes, the people who were here tens of thousands of years ago, depending on what you believe, tens of thousands of years ago, Mm -hmm, the people mm -hmm. that were here are still very much here and you can feel them. And I actually, you know, you're connect, I'm connecting with them and connecting with just, it's just a very powerful, powerful place. Um, have you ever heard of Zion National Park? Are you familiar with that? Look it up it, for sure. It rings up something like, yeah. I mean, well, I'm not talking about Zion Williamson, ladies and gentlemen, but, <laughs> but the Zion, that part do resonate. Yeah. I just Look can't remember where or when I heard that before. And it's you are always like, welcome to, you're always I'm welcome coming. to come out and you, that's, that's yes. been done. As soon as you said the it. vortex, as <laughs> soon as you said, when I did like, that look, I'm like, my mind says, <laughs> I'm on the way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am coming very yeah. soon. Very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I amazing, never let so. you know. You sit down and we go to the park or something. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, 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 the family mm-hmm. and everything. Because that also kind of side note to that is because I was thinking like, how did your family and close ones take this journey, which you kind of dabbled in on it a lot? Like what was the receiving end of that yeah. once they um, were informed that you were on this journey? They were very, most were very, very supportive some were, and I'm talking about me and Brian's family. Like, we'll just put them all together. Like most were very supportive, like very, like absolutely. Cause Brian and I are on that same like, like, wavelength as well. We're like, we're just different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, some people were just a little bit hurt because it's like, why would you want to leave your family? You know? Um, which I totally understand. Absolutely. But everybody's kind of come around because we've been very successful out here. And so it's like, oh, clearly this is what you were supposed to do. Um, But, you know, like we miss our families and our friends like so much. We were actually there for the holidays, which was so nice. We took Cedar. um, So we live in Cedar City. And so we named our child Cedar. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that, yeah. And um so like getting to go back and everything was copacetic and wonderful. But, um, you know, sometimes when you make these huge choices for yourself, people have a hard time because it breaks their reality, their conception of what is supposed to be and what life is supposed to look like. And so there was a little bit of that. Um, but all of that is like, has been smoothed away, luckily. So yeah. That's Does that make awesome. sense? Yeah, makes <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I think this will be the last episode I do on this laptop. I have a feeling we're going to get together again sooner rather than later. Yes, we're going to do it again because, you know, I don't want to hit it within this one minute. I don't want to get to the point where it's two minutes and it's so we're definitely going to have a part two. Oh my gosh, you've been so impactful, so Thank amazing. You. Doing Thank a you for great inviting job. Me. Oh, you're so you're welcome anytime. Anytime you're welcome. I definitely would love to have you with the group discussions. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely would love to have you uh, with uh, part two, bringing more information in because I'm about to flip this table. 
So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you we so much. Thank you so much. Definitely so much love catch to you. Up. Oh, yeah. so much love to you as well. I am. That's next stop. I'm telling you right now. I'm coming to Utah. Come I'm on, Cedar. I'm coming. I'm coming, and then I'm gonna go live with it, and then we can really oh, sit yeah. down. And it's like you know what? Let's just record this right there in the in nature. How about that? That's good. That's Do a part two there. That, that sounds, sounds like beautiful. I think that would be an amazing show, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So definitely, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you, if you need any information from Miss Amy Titus with the Awakening Mama, I'm gonna have all of the the information in the description. You'll probably see the you're gonna see the plugs in 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 the video. Make sure you follow her on all Instagram social media, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I believe everything is the Awakening Mama. Um, and she'll help you as much as you can. Reach out to her. <laughs> you're, if you're resonating on your Akashic records, your human design, because I'm going to learn mine. You know, we're going to yes. go further, right? Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to do that. And it's such an honor, such a pleasure in having you on you. blessing us with all of this and, and with your amazing soul. Oh, I can't say, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so we much for having me. Oh, you're so <laughs> you're you. so welcome. So until part two, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, as I always say, remember to resync back to yourself. Thank you for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you share, like, comment, and subscribe so you can get notified on the new uploads to the channel. If you're watching this on my website, thezodiacexperience.com. Make sure you join the email list where you can get notified on new episodes or even a chance to join the live show, me and the audience, and even get some cool gear like this, like this jacket and shirt. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, iTunes, whatever you are, make sure you follow so you can get notified as well. And last but not least, if you're not following me on any of the social platforms, IG, Facebook, TikTok, etc., Everything is at the Zodiac Experience. All the links, everything else could be found down below. Appreciate you tuning in once again. Thank you. And remember to resync back to yourself.